Podcast Help Desk number 77 for January 29th, 2016. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be, you're listening to Podcast Help Desk, and I am the aforementioned Mike. And today I want to take a look at my workflow. It's changed since the last time I did an episode about this, so I figured I would go through it uh, with what I do currently. So, first thing I do, of course, is in Google Docs, and you can use any text editor you want or service or whatever but in my case i use google docs and i make a new document and for okay say for this episode although i didn't take a lot of show notes for this episode but if i had a lot of research to do or had things to to uh, impart i would be putting them in this google doc that's named for the episode in this case phd 077 and Basically, I go, you know, throughout the week between episodes, if uh, somebody asks a question that I think would be good on the show, I pop the question in there and I write the answer. And then, of course, I have the answer for them who asked me the question, but I also have it for the show. And also, you know, if I find some new podcast news or some new gadget coming out that I want to talk about, I'll, I'll paste a link in there. And so, you know, throughout the week, I, I've been uh, gathering show ideas and so that you know that's my show prep and then you know when I sit down to actually record I open that doc up I open up any links that are in there and I read through them make sure I still want to talk about them I I add whatever topics into this document because this document basically I'm gonna you know cut and paste into my post so I get that uh, document all set up and my watch was going off there uh, I get that document all set up, and then uh, I set up my recording. Now, in my case, I record to Adobe Audition with a uh, backup to my uh, portable recorder. So I turn everything on, make sure it's been on for a little bit. Usually when I start my show prep, I turn on all the equipment, make sure it's all warmed up. I test everything, make sure it works. You know, I've got my, uh, uh, what do you call it, the soundboard over here, if I want to, uh, you know, I want to make sure that uh, the soundboard is working. And there we go, the buzzer works. And anything else I want to play is there. Get that uh, set up and ready. I test my mic levels, because you never know, things can change, especially when you're using USB inputs. Uh, you know, things change, and, and, you know, sometimes I've been using my recorder for something else, so I make sure that the level on the recorder is right, so I, you know, do a couple of test recordings, and make sure everything's sounding right, and, and all that. And then I record the intro, so I record that little intro section you heard at the beginning, you know, podcast help desk number 77 for December, no, it's not December, for January 
2016. I probably said 2015, but I will edit that <laughs> when I get, uh, before I do that. That's the other thing. I, I re-listen because sometimes I have to record that intro, but that's the first thing I do. I record the intro, and I save that as a WAV file. And the way I organize my podcasts, I, I make a new folder. So there's a new folder on my computer that says PhD 077, and everything that I do gets saved into that folder. So I save that uh, intro. And then I open up another uh, recording session, another uh, audio clip in Audition. And I name that, in this case, it's uh, 77 Seg 1, S-E-G-1, Segment 1. And I record my first segment. So I go and record and record. This one's going to be all one segment, so it's not going to be done quite the same. But I'll record my first segment. So whatever first time, usually news and other announcements, whatever, you know, a little three, four, five minute, whatever it is. And and that's the thing. It's a podcast. Do it however you want to. But I do it in segments just because it's easier for me to do. Because sometimes I actually do these segments over a couple of days. But uh, a lot of times I just sit down and do them. So anyway, so segment one's done. I, I stop the recording. I save it. Back to that folder. And then I open up a new one, you know, 77 seg 2. And I use the 77, and I'm trying not to emphasize the uh, episode number so much, but I always do that in the intro, and, I, and uh, you know, the file names are all uh, numbered, but I don't dwell on that as much as some podcasters do and, uh, and all that. Although, like I said, keeping up with Paul Culligan, I guess I'm doing something uh, consistent here. But... Uh, so then I, you know, record my segment two and segment three and whatever. Sometimes I'll have up to five segments. And then I get done with that. I go In my particular case, I use Audition. So I open up a multi-track session. I have a, a session saved that has my intro and outro and uh, a bunch of bumper music. And I take the segments. I, I you know, I put the uh, intro in and I adjust where the... Uh, the actual intro goes, the, the musical one with the uh, paid announcer guy. And then I drop segment one in there. And then I uh, drop a bumper in. And I drop segment two. And I do that all the way across. And then I line up the the uh, outro to wherever it ended up being at the end of the show. And, you know, get that all lined up. I kind of listen to the transitions, make sure that, you know, I've got the levels the way I want them and... You know, whatever, make sure the bumpers that I, I threw in there are ones that I want to be there. And I get it all stabilized. I go to uh, an audition. I go to file and what is that? Uh, export and then uh, multi-track mix down. So, yeah, I go to export, multi-track mix down, and then entire selection or session. And that gives me a file. That uh, in the case of this one will be called PhD 076 underscore mixdown underscore wave or dot wave. There we go, dot wave. And that I saved to my desktop because I'm actually going to throw that one out. There's no sense saving big wave files, uh, multiple versions of it. So the, the, the initial mixdown, I save that as a wave. And then I close audition. I don't need it anymore right now. And I open up Auphonic. Now I have the desktop version of Auphonic Leveler. 
if you don't have the desktop version or using the online version, whatever, or if you're using, say, uh, Levelator, if it still works when you're listening to this, uh, Levelator is not maintained anymore, but it is available. So one of the two, but generally I use uh, Auphonic because Auphonic uh, you know, levels everything out to what I want. And uh, let me take a step back when I uh, test my sound levels. I'm looking for the peaks to be somewhere between minus 12 and minus 3. You know, it can go uh, a little higher, a little lower, depending on what's going on. But that's what I shoot for. And it's generally fairly close to what, you know, I need it to be. But it's not perfect. You know, you want it to be at minus 16 loofs. All right, Daniel, please correct me again on how to pronounce that. But uh, luffs, loofs, anyway. <laughs> loudness units. Minus 16 is what you're shooting for if you're doing stereo, which I do mostly stereo. I, I played around with doing mono files and, you know, the size difference isn't that extreme and I guess that's, that's okay. But, so you're shooting for minus 16. Auphonic does that automatically. There, there are plugins and, uh, and I believe the newer versions of Audition have that capability to uh, level everything. So, However you do it, try to try to get to that standard of minus 16 luffs, and that's what I do with Auphonic. Once Auphonic's done with it, I come up with another file. It'll say phd077 underscore mixdown underscore Auphonic dot wave, and that's the file. I also that saves to the desktop. That's the way I've got it set up, and then I drag that one back into Audition. You're going, well, why would you do that? Well, I drag it back into Audition because Audition uses an MP3 encoder. And oh, by the way, always set Auphonic to render and wave. Do not do the MP3 off Auphonic because Auphonic uses the lame MP3 encoder, which is aptly named lame. But uh, yeah, Audition uses the Fraunhofer. Now, if you're using Audacity to put your podcast together or whatever, then you'll want to drag it into iTunes and make an MP3 copy because iTunes, the desktop version, will also use the Fraunhofer. And, you know, you got to set it up ahead of time in the... Uh, uh, actually, it's in the import settings of iTunes, the desktop software. But... Once you get it set up, you, you'll want to set that at uh, 128 stereo, uh, 44.1 hertz uh, MP3 in the import settings. And then you can right-click on your WAV file that you just dragged in there and make that into an MP3 version. And then I name it, you know, like my naming convention is pretty simple. It's PHD 077 for this episode. Dot .mp3. And that's what I do. And then, okay, now here's another step. If you're using Blueberry Hosting and PowerPress, then you can go in and set up what's called MP3 tags. That's your ID3 tags to automatically write to your file when you upload it. That's what I do. But if I didn't do that, I would take that MP3 version that's in iTunes that I just created from iTunes or if I created it in Audition, you know, saved, the, saved it as an MP3, I would drag it back into iTunes, right-click, get info, and then you add your artwork and your other MP3 uh, tags, your ID3 tags, and uh, that 
iTunes is a great way to write your tags. Now there are other programs out there that writes tags, but I'm I'm all for uh, the less is better. And so I just use uh, iTunes because that's you know that's the fifty percent of of your listeners are going to be listening in iTunes, and if it works in iTunes, it more than likely will work everywhere else. That's uh, the beauty of it. So I just use use what I got, and you know no sense adding more software if you don't need it. Once the uh, MP3 is either tagged or, or just completed, if you're like I said, if you're using Blueberry hosting and PowerPress, upload your MP3 and it's already tagged. Uh, you do you know do the whole thing. I make my blog post. You know I take what was in that Google Doc and paste it into a new post in WordPress. I, I set the title. You know depending on what I talked about. Like this one's more than likely going to be, you know, podcasting workflow or something like that. And then I put the the title or the number there, PhD 076 at the end or 077 in this case at the uh, end of the title. And, you know, make the title searchable, you know, because in iTunes, that's one of the things it searches on is titles you know, for episodes. So, you know, make your title descriptive. But with mine, I, you know, I've already got a descriptive title. I, I go in and I edit, I make all the links live and, you know, pretty it up a little bit for the show notes. And that's all I do. And I publish. And like, sometimes I record ahead, uh, like, you know, that beginner series, all but the last one there was recorded all in one day. And I scheduled them out. And in WordPress, you can schedule your post to go at a certain time. So say, you know, I, I try to get these uh, podcast help desk episodes out generally on Friday now. You know, sometime on Friday. It's, you know, never you know, never a known quantity when. But like, like uh, you know, when I schedule one, I'll schedule it for like 7 in the morning or 6 in the morning on Friday. Uh, if I get it, you know, if I'm recording on Friday, such as I am now, you know, whenever I get done with this, I, I hit publish and it just publishes whenever, you know, could be four o'clock in the afternoon, could be whatever. But, you know, you can, you can schedule it ahead if you want. Uh, a lot of people do that. Like if I record on Thursday, I'll still have it go out on Friday, you know, sometime. Like I said, try to get it early in the morning. You know, I don't, I figure everybody that listens to me is most likely going to be listening to it on the weekend or at least get it on the weekend. And as long as it's out by, you know, late Friday night, I call that good. Um, you know, and my schedule has changed. Like I said, the beginner series, I popped out two a week there for a while. And I'll, I'll probably have little blasts of that. I got to get ahead of Paul Culligan. Jeez, I keep mentioning him, don't I? <laughs> anyway, poor Paul. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my workflow in a, in a nutshell, I, I don't I don't do anything super fancy. Yeah, I have decent equipment. I have decent software. And, you know, if you're going to take this podcasting thing even somewhat seriously, you know, you should invest in some software. You know, Audition, I think now uh, you can get Audition, I want to say, is it 10 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month? Something like that for the subscription. You know, I don't like the subscriptions either. That's why I'm still on... Uh, the uh, version six, uh, CS six. So I don't, I, I own it and I don't have to pay a subscription, but you know, at some point I'm going to have to, and, and I will, cause it's worth it. 
And, you know, same thing with Alphonic. Yeah, the desktop version of that is uh, either 80 bucks or 180 bucks or something like that, depending on whether you're calling it commercial or not. And, but it's worth it. It's worth it to have that software, software that's, that's updating constantly, uh, you know, or not constantly, but it has, you know, has updates from time to time and, and, you know, they keep it fresh. And as I was talking about last week, same thing, you know, with your, with your WordPress site, make sure everything's up to date. Well, you know, your software, you know, within reason, like I said, I'm a few versions back on Audition, but Audition works and I've got a bit of an older computer here. So, you know, why, uh, why push the envelope if I don't have to, but I, you know, eventually I know when I get my new computer, I'll have to upgrade Audition. I may have to, I may not, I may, you know, I might leave it the way it is. It's, uh, it's working for me, but it's always good to, you know, put a little money into it. Something that you're serious about. Now, if you're just a complete hobbyist and, and you're just doing it for fun and, and all that, that's, that's one thing, you know, no sense, you know, paying 350 bucks for a mic and 350 bucks for a mixer and a couple hundred bucks for a, a good compressor limiter gate and, you know, in my case, I, I got a rack, you know, so everything's all rack mounted and, you know, got the nice boom and all that. But, you know, I do this a lot. And, you know, it's a serious hobby slash somewhat business for me. So, you know, I put a little money into it. But I think all told, you know, not including the computer, I probably got, you know, 1100 bucks worth of equipment here. Something like that. It wasn't prohibitively expensive and I didn't have to buy it all at once. That's the other thing. You know, you can start out with just a USB, decent USB microphone. You know, I, I highly encourage you not to get a blue snowball or Yeti and uh, instead get the uh, ATR or, or uh, something similar to that. That's, you know, probably r- roughly the same price, but uh, dynamic. So get a dynamic mic. Of course, we went all through that. So I won't bore you with that. We're going to keep this episode kind of short. I just wanted to go through what my workflow was. It took me uh, roughly 15 minutes to explain it. It takes me, you know, from start to finish, you know, not including taking notes prior to actually sitting down to record. uh, Probably takes me about two and a half hours, I would say, to put together a typical 30 to 40 minute episode. Uh, you know, maybe less, maybe a little more, you know, sometimes I get in the groove and if I'm recording a couple of them at a time, I get in the groove and it's a little faster, but, uh, you know, the four to one ratio that everybody talks about that definitely applies. Uh, you know, if you're going to make a 15 minute podcast, give yourself at least an hour. If you're going to make an hour podcast, uh, you know, give yourself four hours. If you're going to make it around a half an hour, give yourself a couple hours. But, you know, that's a rough estimate. It all depends on, you know, said the, the better software that you have and the better equipment you have, the less editing time you're going to have. And the more prepared you are, the less editing time you're going to have. I don't edit much at all. But I've gotten to the point where I don't make a ton of mistakes, and the ones I do make, I don't mind them that much. So, you know, that's, you know, but, you know, depending on how perfect you want it to, to be, uh, you know, you can... Uh, you can spend hours and hours. I, you know, I've, I've recorded what now 19, almost 19 minutes here on this segment. And, you know, you could spend 10 hours editing this and, you know, make it perfect and 
you know, re-record sections of it and all that. And you don't have to do that. You know, the ums and the ahs and the, the flubs on the pronunciation of stuff. And, and also, don't be afraid to, to leave a little silence. A lot of people, when they record, get, uh, you know, like they got to make some sort of noise. That's where the ums and ahs come from. I'm still guilty of that a lot. I say a lot of, uh, of ums, ahs, you knows, that kind of thing. And anyway... That's the other one. That's my big crutch. Anyway, it's because I, I feel that I need to say something. That comes from, you know, radio. In radio, you know, they don't want you to have silence. Well, with me, I, I'm still doing that. So I, I, I'm working on it. And I've been doing this podcasting thing for nearly 11 years. And I'm still not over it. So it's not something that is easy to overcome, but... Resist the urge to say, um, when you really just should really leave silence. So, anyway, I guess that's it. And, of course, I said, anyway, again. <clears throat> See, that's one that I need to, uh, I need to get over. What I should do is, uh, is have a, a quarter jar here. And every time I say the word anyway, when I don't need to say the word anyway, I should put a quarter in the jar. I bet you I could buy myself a new PR-40. By the end of a year. So that does it. Have a good week. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.